To start a movement may not be so difficult. The real challenge lies in keeping it alive, keeping stakeholders invested and the outcomes front and center, even past the initial buzz and enthusiasm. Hello, I'm Chavi Sachdev. In this final episode of the Advocacy Toolkit podcast from World YWCA, we talk about the challenges that come up after a movement gains some visibility and success and how some women work their way through it to sustain momentum. The World YWCA provides support and opportunities for women, young women and girls to evolve their leadership and be change makers who not only protect their rights and impact their communities, but influence and mobilize their peers to do the same. In doing so, we are actively working towards the UN's 2030 Agenda and helping realize the Sustainable Development Goals, or SDGs. The 2030 Agenda for People, Planet and Prosperity is a comprehensive, people-centered global plan of action and commitment to eradicate poverty, achieve sustainable development and strengthen universal peace. And it includes specific goals to promote gender equality and inclusion. To make this happen, a primary focus of activists is to keep the volunteers and general public engaged in a particular cause. Mentor Adyambo, who works with YWCA Kenya, outlines the tasks they undertake to keep people involved in their movement for sexual reproductive health rights and mental health. Some of the strategic approach for our projects uh, has been documenting and mapping stories, different stories uh, from people who have shared. Sharing these helps motivate and involve more people. Simultaneously, she says, they have mapped their network and honed in on the focus groups to make the messaging stay on point. Some of it is offline, but some recently has been on social media. Some of the online campaigns that we have done recently are interfaith action on preventing and countering violence extremism uh, with the hashtag MyFaithStandForPeace. Uh, we've been working on Week Without Violence with the hashtag Young Women Lead. We have uh, arranged meetings. We've held events. Uh, we've, we've written letters and emails to decision makers. We have been using community radios. Uh, we are using uh, talent. We are taking advantage of talents as a way of advocacy. For Sasha Sokolova, a feminist and activist with YWCA Belarus, online petitioning was a big way to find support in numbers and make the movement stronger. It may be old school, but she says petitions provoke public discussion. The media starts paying attention, and that helps make a cause visible. It was in uh, our March April group who started a petition um, for uh, the law about domestic violence. We collected thousands of signatures uh, through our work on social media. Uh, our audience of YWCA projects in social networking services is about 3,000 people now. We have a volunteer group. But it doesn't stop there. The petitions and media publicity translate into collective action in the real world. Protests, pickets and even flash mobs. 
together we held uh, actions, uh, pickets, other events uh, to support the law about domestic violence. And I believe uh, that thanks to this activity, the activity of YWCA and March Babe, uh, people's attention to the problem uh, in Belarus has greatly increased. Mm, of course, before pandemic, we used to organize these flash mobs and pickets and actions, and we joined global actions like uh, One Billion Rising. It's really uniting and inspiring, and we definitely miss uh, offline activities. A movement can survive only if it manages to stay in the public consciousness. Worldwide WCA, a movement which is 160 years old, connects, mobilizes and consults with the on-ground leaders in local communities by amplifying the voices of young women, creating a safe space for them to thrive and ensuring the leadership efforts are community-driven and informed by local, community and national realities. This is not an easy task. The obstacles to make this a reality are felt by YWCA leaders every day. And to meet each challenge, they innovate to find solutions to make possible this common goal of gender equality. In Belarus, the obstacles have been many, from women not being able to access the internet to feminist still being considered a swear word. Yes, of course, we face the uh, roles of religious and pro-life organizations and patriarchy fans and just uh, trolls uh, on the internet all the time. And uh, the government ignores violations of women's rights. Sasha says it is important to grab an opportunity when it presents itself. In Belarus, the political discontent with the president actually helped with pushing their goals. We try to uh, explain people that uh, state violence and uh, domestic violence are connected, are related. And um, it's hard to promote uh, the idea of uh, necessity of the law when we are in political crisis. But uh, ironically, here in Belarus, uh, it was the president's discontent with the potential law uh, about domestic violence that provoked a heated debate on domestic violence problem. So this is how our opponents played into our hands. WCA is focused on building a strong intergenerational network of women leaders with programs led by and for women in response to the unique needs that they see in their communities. With over 130,000 volunteer leaders, YWCA is thriving in local communities across the globe. A fundamental aspect for any movement to survive is to keep volunteers engaged and motivated. Benter says if you provide trainings for young volunteers, they feel encouraged and can help other people in need. Free or subsidized courses can give young women economic and social empowerment. In our organization, we have uh, trainings for the young people who are unable to further their education because of financial reasons. So we have uh, hospitality and management. We also have 
electrical installation where these young people come to our organization and they are able to uh, do uh, these shorter courses that help them uh, with their daily uh, livelihoods. Number two, we focus on doing advocacy for women and girls' rights and women's and girls' health. Number three, we create physical safer spaces for girls uh, pursuing their education and careers. Mentor says these three steps mean that once they graduate, the young women who have been trained can act as trainers of trainers and become agents of change for their community. Another big tool for sustaining a movement is collaborating with other organizations around the world. Activists need to modify their follow-up questionnaires, evaluation standards, and other things with partners. Sadaf Walisha, an evaluator and a grants coordinator with Y Global Norway, says organizations and activists must change their approach as the situation demands. She says when evaluating sustainability, they look at a campaign's reach as well as the tone of comments. A good case study comes from Tanzania, she says, because they remain really engaged and committed. In Tanzania, we are not working with YWCA. We are working with Youth Peacemakers Tanzania. Uh, but then um, there, they, they claim that at least 80% of the groups are sustainable because, and the reason is close follow-up, because they try to keep in touch with the groups. One of the important factors would be follow-up and then also to budget it uh, would be an important thing because sometimes uh, partners later on say, yeah, but we we did not have money in the budget to follow up with the already existing groups. So we were just focusing on creating new ones. But then what happens to the older ones? Because we always emphasize that, of course, the older ones, you have already worked on their knowledge, their skills. Now you can take them to the next level. So like, you know, just to put so much effort on them and then just to leave them aside, that does not make sense. So that is something that we have started emphasizing uh, during our follow-up visits with the partners, during our trainings with the partners, that, you know, you should also develop a mechanism uh, that how you will follow up and then definitely they have to budget for it as well. The path to change is clearly not easy. It takes patience, commitment, energy, and money. To bring about real change also takes some experimentation. In Belarus, Sasha adds that every movement is made up of unique elements tailored to the needs of each community. There is no cookie-cutter approach and no outcome is the same. We didn't know exactly uh, what would work what would be the best, but uh, what instruments uh, can work uh, in the best way. So we just tried uh, and we've used different instruments to raise community, to bring in supporters. And as Benter says, it sometimes also means setting check posts and reviews to see if you're on the right path or need to press the reset button. Uh, you all know that uh, doing online uh, campaigns, uh, you're not able to review the progress uh, or rather talk of how you as an organization or rather as an individual, you're doing your work. Uh, another thing is to develop roadmaps after reviewing our activities. 
In 2015, the World YWCA adopted a bold transformative goal to have 100 million young women and girls transforming power structures to create justice, gender equality, and a world without violence and war, leading a sustainable YWCA movement, inclusive of all, by 2035. Goal 2035 is the focus of our global work and it directly contributes to the SDGs. Through this work by leaders, YWCA is pursuing this vision and continuing to assert commitment to human rights-based feminist intersectional leadership that is grounded in local communities and is grassroots driven. This work is led by women and young women in response to needs they see in their communities focused on building a strong intergenerational network of women leaders with particular investment in the participation, leadership, and advocacy of young women and girls. For 160 years, World YWCA has done this as a movement, but activism is also tiring. Sasha emphasizes that each woman needs to stand up for herself and also take care of herself while staying focused on the end goal. The hardest part was to stop devaluing my work and comparing myself to other activists. But now uh, the situation is better. And the most important knowledge I received is that sometimes you need to rest. Even if you are at the forefront of the movement, you don't always need to be a hero or heroine. Uh, it's totally okay to give yourself a break sometimes. Otherwise, in the end, you just burn out. Sasha says sometimes keeping the short-term goals in mind is easier than looking at the long road ahead. Keep making the small efforts. It is like planting a sapling that will grow to shelter future generations. So I understand now that we are far from ideal Belarus. I understand that feminism in Belarus uh, is just beginning to emerge, but I see real changes. I see how, for example, sexists become kinder and more solidarity. Um, I can see how my you know, friends from childhood who always were uh, rude to girls, for example, uh, became... Uh, um, root to girls, yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, so I see how my friend from childhood, who uh, always was root to girls, now uh, try to understand feminist ideas, for example. So I have a big hope. I understand that changes uh, are going right now and I understand that feminism movement uh, in Belarus uh, won't, uh, won't win uh, on my watch but I know that uh, all we do now is very important to make a better future. Petitions, trainings, flash mobs, these are just some of the ways to sustain a movement. The important thing is to keep your goal in mind, focus, and motivate each other. Be it climate change, peace and justice, gender-based violence, or working on the intersectionality of the issue of mental health, the engagement and leadership of young women is vital 
to creating a better future. The YWCA movement and many other women's rights movements are committed to supporting and galvanizing the individual and collective power of women, particularly young women, in all their diversities to champion social change, as well as working alongside organizational allies, partners, and the broader global women's movement. We know that when you invest in developing the leadership of women and young women, you can transform entire communities and the world for the better. As we finish this last episode of the four-part Advocacy Toolkit podcast series, do take some time to think of the following. As a young leader, how are you innovating every day in your field as you mobilize communities or work with them towards a larger goal? What is needed to keep your activism growing every day? As an intergenerational leader, what are you doing to support and trust the work being done by young leaders? How are you being conducive to them, providing them with a safe space to grow without being preachy or acting as a roadblock? Changing the world is no easy task, and that is exactly what YWCA empowers women and young women to do. In this podcast series, we've shown you examples of the steps and tools involved in not only creating an actionable movement, but also raising awareness among stakeholders, pushing for visibility and change at all levels of policymaking, and sustaining it with community building through online as well as real-world mechanisms. All four episodes will be available online for you to refer back to at any time. Could you perhaps make a step-by-step -step plan for mobilizing your local community and championing the causes that matter to you? In conflict or in crisis, young women in all their diversities form the center of change that World YWCA advocates for. You can find out more about our work on our website. Our handle is World YWCA on all social media. This podcast series has been funded by contributions from Norwegian Church Aid and Y Global with support of young leaders on ground. A Sonologue production.